Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I see Jamokes. What's happening? <laughs> Josh and Scott today. Josh yeah. and his show. Uh... What what's it like out in Hooterville where you live? Is it Hooterville really? Hooterville is icy. It's icy. Yeah, it's well, it's weird because it was like thirty one degrees when I left my house, but when I got here, it was thirty four. Yeah, like I don't. I mean, it's forty minutes, forty five minutes. I don't. I think because you're the one that lives there, and you try to sell it to people that it's not that far away. You've convinced yourself you don't live far away. Well, I've always driven downtown, like Clayton area, with yeah. the high school in Clayton from there, so it's yeah. kind of normal. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's not normal for the rest <laughs> of us. Like, it felt like I was in your truck for an hour just when we left. What bar were we at? And uh, which would call it? We went the, to Diamond Music Hall. Yeah, we went yeah. to Diamond. We left the concert. Yeah, went and went to home. your place for a little bit. And I'm like, that felt like an hour, <laughs> and that's from already out there in St. Charles to your place. I had to grab road beers because we were sobering up on the <laughs> yeah, ride home. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but yeah, um, it's interesting because today we had some ice out on the street and everything around my house, but I'm on such a busy street in Kirkwood that there's always traffic, so the roads were never really bad. It was just my driveway. Yeah. So I had to get out with a shovel this morning to make sure that my wife could get out of our driveway, so I was out there chiseling this ice, and apparently it pissed off the neighbor, because it was loud. I acknowledge it was obnoxious, but I'm out there what with What time was it? This is like 10, 11 in oh, the morning. Screw I, I know. I mean, here's what happened. So I'm out there because she, our, our driveway is on like an incline. So, I mean, if it was all ice, she might have just slid right out into the road because she's a moron when she drives. See, I worry about her. I worry. <laughs> so she had to go to the uh, doctor today for something. So she had to be at this appointment. So I made sure to get out there because I'm a good husband. And, and I made sure everything's <laughs> At least today, the, right? Yeah, all the ice is chiseled up so she can walk to the car. And here's what happened to me, though. I'm out there shoveling in the ice. And the house next door, I see a hand come through a blind and just start banging on the window as if to say, like, shut the hell up at like 11 o'clock in the morning. Oh, I'd be pissed. I just went inside. You should have gone chisel her driveway. Too. I know. I should have <laughs> taken the walk right the, by the window. The shovel through the window. <laughs> but I didn't because I'm passive. So, so I did bite it this morning or this afternoon. Oh, I bet you did. So I went out. It was kind of slushy in the yard. And I have a rock driveway, you know, the, yeah. the, the big turnaround. So I get out there and I'm scraping my windshield off because there's ice yeah. on it. 
and I go to walk around the front of the car. Well, it was a salad sheet. It's <laughs> not good. And I just went, woof, woof, and I went, turned around, I caught myself with my hands, and, and Marlo opens the door, she's like, are you all right? I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, I just caught myself. <laughs> well, you're used to that. <laughs> Falling down doesn't really impact you in a negative way. You're immune to falls. <laughs> But I was completely sober at this point, and it was just ice. There were no excuse. Well, I mean, ice is a solid excuse. It is. <laughs> so I bet a lot of people did that. Did you see the video of the, the fire truck yeah, in Imperial? I almost sent that to you. Bro, I didn't know if you could see it. I that was, like, was wild. Gosh. And it didn't hit anything. It just, like, ended up in the driveway. Of oh, this it, house. Hit, it sounded like it hit something. I, I, could, I, I, I think there see, might have been a car behind it. Well, well maybe so. Because <laughs> it was like... <laughs> either way. Oh, it kind of reminded me of uh, vacation when they fall asleep on the drive. <laughs> yeah. And then they spin into the hotel like, all right, we're here. That's what that fire truck looked like today, man. It's wild. Uh, so still be careful, again, as if you were going to drive rec uh, recklessly. But, uh, be careful out there, but it's not looking too bad. But it could be later. You never know. Skid Row. Cat, KC95, Josh and his show. So another uh, concert announcement today. The uh, Doobies are coming back to town. Doobies. With Steve Winwood. That will be on the 24th of August at Hollywood Casino Amphitheater. And uh, I think it's, they say they're celebrating. How many years are they celebrating now? A lot. They've been together a while. The Doobies still going strong. Michael McDonald is also in the lineup for them. Really? So I'd like to know if Michael McDonald will be singing any solo Michael McDonald, you know. I think he owes it to us. If I'm going to go see the Doobie Brothers, I also want to hear I Keep Forgetting. Or uh, On My Own or one of these other uh, solo Michael McDonald songs. I'm looking at a set list of theirs from last year, and I would imagine they're not going to differ too much. But, I mean, it's just basically they play some hits and they get the hell out of Dodge, man. It's not like they're not going to loiter up there, man. Don't they do? They do Blackwater, right? That's well, Doobie Brothers? Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. 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 Uh, that's their biggest one. Uh, I would think that Blackwater is probably their most recognizable song. They got a couple. China Grove, Listen to the Music. Well, I, I, they're uh, doing Taking It to the Streets, and that's a Michael McDonald taking one. It to the you don't know me, <laughs> but I'm your brother. <laughs> that one? That's Michael McDonald's solo, right? It, that's not the Doobie Brothers. No, no, that's the Doobie Brothers. Is it? I think that's the Doobie Taking Brothers. it to the street. I think taking it to the streets is the, a Doobie Brothers one. I don't think it's solo Michael McDonald. Oh, what a fool believes. That's a good one. Yeah. And uh, let's see. I'm looking at their, their set list from November. Rocking down the highway, here to love you. Take me in your arms. It keeps you running. Jesus is just all right. Minute by minute by <laughs> minute. Black Water, What a Fool Believes, Taking It to the Streets, Long Train Running, China Grove, Listen to the Music. Actually, Listen to the Music would probably be their definitive classic rock song, maybe. I'm trying to think of, when you think of the Doobie Brothers, what song do you think of? Listen to the Music. Because I had to guess, I had to say, it's Blackwater's Doobie Brothers, right? You know what I yeah. mean? Like, but I, I kind of knew it was them, but listen to the music probably. But it's not Michael McDonald Doobie Brothers. I think a lot of people would associate their biggest with their that. biggest stuff with Michael McDonald because yeah. he's got such a recognizable voice. Damn. I couldn't even name the other guy that sings in the Doobie Brothers. So like the guy who sang Blackwater, I don't know who that guy is. Real talk, no clue, but I know who Michael McDonald is. <laughs> Excuse me. So, um, It Keeps You Running was in Forrest Gump when he was, you know, running. So there was that. 
Was that that song? Oh, no. well, well, yeah, there was multiple running songs. on empty. There were multiple songs okay. in that scene, so they were all about running, running. Um, <laughs> I think I'll go home now. So there was just a brief moment in there, like whenever he's running through one of these towns, and Jenny sees him on the TV. In the background, you hear uh, it keeps you running. Yeah, it keeps you running. That one. There was another. Oh, uh, again, running against the wind was in that scene too. Yep. That was, of course, Bob Seger. Speaking of Bob Seger, he was at the Detroit game. He was that? at the Lions game. He Sitting looked there good. They're talking to Jeff Daniels. And Jeff Daniels is a big time Detroit sports guy. I didn't know this until I was watching some documentary. I was watching the one about Barry Sanders, and Jeff Daniels is all over that. Really? So I dug into it a little deeper, and this dude's like hardcore Detroit sports fan. Jeff Daniels. Well, good is. for them. They got a good good game. Hey, yeah, I know. I, and I hope they beat San Francisco. And I. I really hope the Ravens beat the Chiefs. Just did, really hope. Did you see this thing going around, the picture of the news channel saying that, um, is it Dolly? No, Reba McIntyre and Usher and all them will be playing the Super Bowl for the Baltimore Ravens and the San Francisco 49ers on February. I that. So it so was actually a subtitle in a news broadcast. So now everyone's saying that it's scripted, that, that, that they know who's going. Well... That all started with a guy named Arian Foster a couple years ago who said the entire league was scripted. He used to play for the Texans. And he said the whole league was scripted. I, I, I mean, I don't put it past them. I do. That, I think that's dope. I you don't think, think that I that's a relevant at all. Really? I no. mean, you can't, you can't script every play. I get that. No. But there's, I, man, I think there's, there's too much money want. at stake with bets and everything else. Uh, nah, I don't think it's scripted. I, now, I think that certain games can be altered. I believe that refs could do things. Oh, that's all. I just don't believe they go in and script these things. So if that was that, on the news and it ends up being that Super Bowl, well, I mean, it had a, thought at all? It had a 50-50 shot of being that anyway. There's only two. This four. was four days ago. Okay, so there were eight teams left, whatever it yeah. was. I mean, and one of them was the favorite. You know what I'm Both saying? Both of them are the favorite. Yeah. <laughs> so it kind of makes sense. I, I mean, I guess. I don't know. It makes you wonder. Like, yeah, maybe, I don't wonder. Maybe the media knows and they're just kind of popping up. I don't there. wonder. All right. Well, I'll get into the Illuminati a little bit later. <laughs> oh, and I got I got a post I have to read later too. You got to hear this. Okay, well, you'll, you'll what's enjoy it about? It. It's a Facebook post from a marketplace, and yeah. it's like the guy's description of the vehicle he's selling, and it's fantastic. Right, well, we'll get into that. Josh Ennis show. Stick around. Jet on KC ninety five, a song uh, written by Desmond Child, which means it's good. All right, uh, so what is this Facebook Marketplace <laughs> ad? That you, now, is this one that you just saw on the internet somewhere? So Did someone my, send this My to sister-in-law, Melissa, sent it to me last night because we've been looking for a car that gets good gas mileage that I could just zip back and forth to work in, right? Yeah. And she sends me this one, and I look at it, and I go, wow, she's a beaut because, like, the whole left side of the car is, like, crashed in. <laughs> like, well, you should get a deal. Right. So the front, here, I'll show you this. There's the front fender. Oh, yes. right? yeah. And then there's the back. <laughs> All right, so they've both been taken out pretty good. All right, so the, the thing starts out with this. You want a car that gets the job done no matter how beat up she may appear? You want a car that is hassle-free? You want a car that literally no one will ever compliment you on? Well, look no further. <laughs> Here is the 2006 Toyota Camry. Features Bluetooth? Nope. Sunroof? Nope. Fancy wheels? Nope. Rear view camera? Nope. But it's got the transparent glass in the back where you can turn your neck and see what's behind you. <laughs> Let me tell you a story. One day my Camry started making a strange sound. I didn't give a crap about that and ignored it. It went away. The end. 
This thing, <laughs> <laughs> things this car can do. Vote yes. Consent to sex, yes. This car's got history. It's seen some stuff. People have done some straight things in this car. People have done some gay things in this car. It's not going to judge you like a Volkswagen would. <laughs> when I ran the Carfax, I got a single piece of paper that read, it's a Camry. It's fine. <laughs> Let's face facts. This car ain't going to win you any beauty contests. It's an effing Toyota Camry. <laughs> I like... That's me, brilliant. That's like when the, the homeless guy holds up the sign that says, why lie? I just want beer. Right. <laughs> There's an honesty about it. Right. That almost makes me want to buy that POS. Right. Now, how much is he charging? What does Two he want? Grand. How many miles does she have on her? Uh, it's an 06 and it's got 194,000 miles, but it's a Toyota. It's a oh. Camry. Okay. So it should go. It should last 350. And you just need it to get you from point A to point B. You're not going joyriding in this thing. Right. Now, I'm how much would not it cost? Well, you should consider it. <laughs> you really should. Like, now, how much would it cost you to just, you know, like glue the bumper back on? I mean, it's pretty smashed. I mean, to be honest with you, I'd probably just rip the bumper <laughs> I mean, it'd go old school, you know? Like, you know, first car out of high school. Like, you can't really mess this car up, you well, know? Well, it'll get you where you need to go. I, I mean... That gas mileage on those uh, early 2000s Toyotas is second to none, man. Well, at first, I thought she was just sending it to be, like, joking because I didn't read the description. Sure. And then she said, did you read the description? I read it. And I'm like, like you, I was like, I almost want to buy this. Like, I appreciate it. <laughs> and there was effort put into it. And it was sarcastic and it was snarky. And right. it, it like I feel like I know this Camry now. <laughs> We've got history. I, like I want and I want to know more. You know, I think that's the ultimate in any sort of dating profile. I read it and I'm like, I want to know more. Right. Well, I want to know more Honesty. about this Camry. Wonder if he'd bring it up and show us. Hey, whoever you are, reach out to him and have him bring it up to Cation. Yeah, I'll bring him. Have him bring we'll it. Get this thing sold, baby. Yeah. Look, we might go halvesies on it. We'll share. We'll have joint custody of this Camry. We'll carpool. So when we're down a car, hey, I got the, I got the Camry. I got if you the need it. Camry. That's just what we call it, the Camry. You know, our Camry. I think that'd be fantastic. Hell, I'd let Coach drive that one. <laughs> C95, Josh Hennis Show. Welcome into Monday, everybody. Uh, the uh, football last night. I was really hoping for overtime because of my bets I had going. If those dopes from Buffalo would have made that field goal, the game may have gone to overtime, and I may have hit my required number of passing yards to win my bet. But that jagweed misses by a mile. You know, that was Scott, terrible. Let me tell you a little story. In this world, there are winners and there are losers. And when I say loser, I mean by, like, the actual definition of loser, which is, again, I've never read the actual definition of loser, but I'm going to assume it is you didn't win, right? Now, some people might say a loser is just someone, like, you say, oh, you're a loser. I mean it by the literal sense, Scott. A loser is someone who doesn't win. Josh Allen, bless his heart, seems like a nice enough guy. He's a loser. And why is he a loser? He doesn't win. Patrick Mahomes is a winner. Six in a row. Because he wins. Oh, it's his first road game. They're underdogs. All they do is win. They made the plays required to win that game. Patrick Mahomes, as much as I dislike him, is a winner. Josh Allen is a loser. They're with Andy Reid. He used to be a loser. When he was in uh, Philadelphia, they would not win the big game. That was Philadelphia. But since coming to Kansas City, Andy Reid is now a winner. Sean McDermott, the coach of the Buffalo Bills, bless his heart, seems like a nice enough man. It's a loser. 
Some people are losers. Some people are winners. The Bills are losers. Their fans are losers. Donnie Fandango, he's a loser. Bless his heart, he's a loser. I like him. He's a good enough guy. But Donnie Fandango... He's going to tear your head. He's wiry. Listen, I'm sure he could kick my ass. (laughs) That guy is always jacked up on something. He is wiry, and he has got adrenaline that just courses through every ounce of him. But... I think he'd even tell you that he's a loser because he roots for the Buffalo Bills. And there are certain teams that are just losers and certain players that are wonderful folks but are just losers. Well, the know, Buffalo I'm, Bills I mean, are losers. Because loser. I'm a Broncos fan. Difference being, of course, the Broncos have won two Super Bowls. They are a Super Bowl winning franchise. You know who is not? The Buffalo Bills. Ever? The Bills have never oh, won a wow, Super Bowl. I didn't know that. Okay. The Bills are sans Super Bowl. That's why people find their story to be so charming. People found the Chiefs to be charming before they started winning Super Bowls and Taylor Swift started going to their games. Now we all hate the Chiefs. But the Chiefs I hated you, the Chiefs all along. Well, see, as a kid, I rooted for the Chiefs, but the Chiefs were well, kind you of... you were a loser. Yes, in that era, I was. <laughs> and then you picked another losing team. The Saints have won a Super Bowl, so... But recently... Uh, you want to know the definition of loser? So I'm a Saints fan. I saw a graphic today that I believe it's the Buffalo Bills and the the Saints are the two teams that over a five-year stretch won the most games without winning a Super Bowl. And they've both been in recent history. Five-year windows, they each won 58 games over a five-year stretch. Did not even make it to the Super Bowl, either one of those teams. Wow. So I am a loser. I Look, I root for the St. Louis Cardinals. You don't want to hear it! We're losers right now. We've won a <laughs> but lot. we're going to be winners. But no, That's the hope. But right now, we are losers. So that's just reality. So... Look, it is what it is, Scott. The Buffalo Bills, some people are just munsoned in the middle of nowhere. That's the Buffalo Bills. <laughs> They're just munsoned. They're munsoned. That's, I mean, they, look, they throw two terrible passes to set up that field goal. They kick it wide right. It takes you back to the wide right against, uh, who was that, the Giants that they missed the field goal against in the Super Bowl back in 90, 91. How do you remember all this stuff? You and Coach both. Like, you I, get, like, I, I couldn't tell you who played this. Dude, you're not going to believe it, but women are liquefied whenever you drop sports knowledge on them. <laughs> yeah, I bet. They're not. That's a lie. <laughs> women do not care about the <laughs> Play the Super Bowl a couple times. She didn't need to. She has a, the NFL would benefit more from Taylor Swift playing the Super Bowl halftime than, than she would get. She, right. There's nothing the NFL can do to benefit Taylor Swift. That's why they love that she's at these games because it brings all this extra attention from a bunch of teeny bobs and sad shut-ins and stuff that ordinarily wouldn't watch. <laughs> ordinarily. Hat ladies. Don't rip on the Swifties, man. They'll, They'll come and get us. No, now. they're mean people. They, they will are. come and get us. As mean as you think I'm being right now, they are meaner. And, <laughs> Don't and, you put that evil on me, Ricky Bobby. <laughs> they will hurt you. They are just violent, horrible people. But anyway. <laughs> That's so, not the point. That is not the point. The point being in all of this <laughs> is that of course the NFL would want the Swifties there because that's extra eyeballs that ordinarily wouldn't care. So that, and then you've got the Kelsey's and the mom and the shirtless one and the dopey the tight end making the hard hands and all and Brittany Mahomes. Uh, they want that. They right. want that they're bad. So I look, you want to go into your little conspiracies? Here's one for you. The NFL is going to do whatever it can 
to make sure Kansas City beats Baltimore. Now I'm on board with it. It's scripted. No, I'm not going to say, okay, <laughs> it's not scripted, but they they know who they want in. So and the Ravens are having a meeting this week. 100%. <laughs> there is a 0% chance they let the Ravens win that game. When they have a chance to have Taylor Swift at the Super Bowl, shirtless Kelsey, douchey Kelsey, the mom, all of them, hard hands. Do you think they're really? <laughs> like, come on. All right. I got to say. Come on, I'm man. not a fan of the Kelsey situation. <laughs> We'll call it the situation. But I think that I like Jason more than Travis. That makes sense. I think Jason would be a cool dude to hang out with and have some beers. Like, I think he would party. I think there's a lot of that that's an act that they're doing. Like, and everybody buys it. So cool. And then good for you. People like it. So, like, I wish I had the ability to be inauthentic. Then I think more people would like me. But I'm too authentically myself. I don't know how to pander to people. If I did, I could be I could be Jason Kelsey. I could take off my shirt at a sporting event and chug beer. <laughs> you I could do, do that now, though. You I don't could, have to I be Jason. I could do that right now. I mean, look, no one's here. I could literally do it in the studio. <laughs> All right, calm down. I don't care. Okay. Now I've outed myself. <laughs> now I'm setting myself up for failure. Marty, help! Well, help! No, nobody's here. We can do what we want. Everybody I'm else screwed. bailed. But all that said... No doubt in my mind the NFL is going to guarantee the Chiefs. Might as well just bet the Chiefs. The Ravens are a better team, and they have been all year. The Chiefs have been a really mediocre team all year. But they want to make sure that Kelsey, Swift, all that is in the Super Bowl. I'm telling you, I haven't seen the line. I guess I got to look at it, whatever the line is. But I agree with you. Take the Chiefs. Mahomes is a winner. He always finds a way to win whether the refs are helping him or not. Like, if you go to, like, Wilson on the Broncos, like, he's not a winner. Like, he doesn't win. Well, he won the Super Bowl once. Well, he had won so long time ago. But not with the Broncos. I know, but... Like, Russ Wilson with the Broncos is a loser. Yeah. Russ Wilson, back when he was good with the Seahawks, was a winner until they decided to throw it at the one damn yard line when they could have run it in for the Super Bowl and won his second. What if the Broncos bring in uh, Pete Carroll for the offensive coordinator? I don't want to get into Broncos convert. That's not what this is about. <laughs> I was just talking back. conspiracies, I don't man. Know. <laughs> so the Chiefs are a three-and-a-half-point underdog. You might as well take the money line. Line. Take the money line on the Chiefs. The league is not going to let the Ravens win because they want Taylor Swift. Take it to the window. Plus three and a half and money line. I've, now I've talked myself into it. I'm going to drive my fat ass across that bridge. <laughs> I'm betting to my paycheck on Friday. The whole damn thing. <laughs> the, the whole, the whole enchilada. The whole kitten caboodle. <laughs> I'm betting the whole damn thing on Kansas Don't do City. It. Don't do it. There is no... I'm not actually. <laughs> but Don't even bet 100 on it. This game I would not touch with a 10-foot ball. Look, I would because they want the Chiefs to win and the Chiefs are going to win. That's how this is going to go down. They want the Swifties. Go go to Illinois, Columbia, where all my degenerate friends who park at the gas station every damn day and bet in their cars. Do it. Detroit because Eminem then? And then you got Eminem, Taylor Swift. You got the rap. You got the pop. You got the multicultural thing going. Eminem's a stiff compared to Taylor Swift. Well, you got Jeff have Daniels. A oh, of course. And they Bob Seeger. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> they definitely want to make sure that the, the Jeff Daniels crew, the Jeffies, <laughs> the, Jeff- the Jeffies are going to be there. <laughs> that's going to bring eyeballs to the set, man. All right, it's Joe Walsh. Welcome into Monday, you Jamokes. She 95, Josh in his show. All right. One thing we love on this show, we love hot 80s broads. Coming up, we got a hot 80s broad that got herself into a little mischief on an airplane. I'll let you know who after Scorpions on Casey. 
Scorpions on KC95. Josh in a show. What's happening, friends? All right, I lied. I'm going to tell you about this hot 80s broad in a second. I forgot. Honestly, I forgot to put a bed in. <laughs> and the other song started. I will tell you about this hot 80s broad getting into plane mischief in just a second. Stay there. 95 Josh in a show. Josh and Scott today. What's happening? Well, we are big fans of 80s broads. That's one of our favorite things. We love Jay Ferguson and we love 80s broads. These are two things that we thoroughly enjoy on the Josh Ennis Show. Well, we got a story about an 80s broad for you. This 80s broad was very popular on posters of young boys in the 1980s. Samantha Fox? Samantha Fox. Is it really? <laughs> Samantha Fox. I had no idea who you were talking about either. That's funny. She was hot. Huge knockers. Yeah. I mean, I'd argue too large. Her breasts were too large. They. She was... Back in the 80s, there was a, a proportionality issue with women that women did not care about ass. It was all bosom. I need balance. But the 80s broads didn't care about your balance. They would just tip right over. But Samantha Fox, did you have the Samantha Fox poster? I did. I think every one of my friends had one, too. Was it the one where she's wearing, like, the sparkly skirt and, like, holding her bare boobs? Oh, uh, there was a few. There was one she was in a blue dress. I just looked it up because I was trying to see which, if they had on there, which one it was. Like, everyone had an infatuation with her when they were kids. Well, um, I don't know about the sparkly one. And she's wearing, like, long gloves to cover up her bosom and a bow tie. Boy, Samantha Fox, really nice. She's class, and that's she, what I appreciate about I had her. The, the, like, the zebra-skinned one. There was, like, a bathing suit, like a zebra skin. We had. I think my brother had that one. Well, I can't believe my parents left. <laughs> we had to be young when they... I, I mean, I wasn't even a teenager, I don't think. But when, when you think this? about it, it's just bathing suits, you yeah. know? I mean, they're not fully nude. Like, I had the... Uh, like the C.J. Parker Baywatch one. I mean, I had a lot of hot chick posters in my room, man. And like random, like Ozzy Smith posters. So my room was like... <laughs> and, but Ozzy was the one that was on my ceiling so I could look at him before I went to sleep. <laughs> of course he was. But Samantha Fox uh, was actually kicked off a flight and arrested for being uh, drunk on an airplane. Uh, she was on a British Airways flight when she allegedly got into a dispute with another passenger. The plane was on the runway. They had to turn the plane around and return to the gate due wow. to this altercation with Samantha Fox and some random jamoke. Police reports said a woman in her 50s was arrested on suspicion of being drunk on board an aircraft. Fox later said she is helping with investigation and is deeply sorry. Like, how do you not cooperate with it if you're hammered on a plane and the plane has to turn around because you're fighting with someone because you're hammered? How do you not cooperate with that? This is true. Uh, now, now, this is where I'd be pissed. Passengers had to get off the plane and were put up in a hotel and they had to fly out the next day. Like, that is not the kind of thing that I would accept from someone that's like a D-level celebrity like Samantha Fox. Now, if my plane has to turn around because, you know, Tom Hanks loses it on somebody, it's like, oh, gets Tom Hanks. No, screw him off. A-list. No, screw him off. Listen, I'm not no. saying it would be okay. I'm saying I have a harder time accepting it. It's not as palatable. Right. When it's Samantha Fox, a D-list celebrity. I, I disagree. No one should you get control of yourself. That's I understand that. I'm trying to get somewhere, I and I don't I don't need your crap. I respect that. Right. I do. 
And but. in the moment, I would be very angry if that were the case. If I were on a plane and I have to fly out the next day because any celebrity did anything. But it's one thing when it's an Oscar winner, a multiple-time Oscar winner, like in the case of, say, a Tom Hanks losing his mind, versus someone who nine out of ten people of this current generation don't even know is a thing. I would actually be more upset with Tom Hanks than I would Samantha Fox. Like, I expect better of you, Tom. <laughs> yeah. You've got multiple Oscars. <laughs> Who do you think you are? And this is Samantha Fox. I don't blame her for being hammered. What does she have going for? Nothing. <laughs> Presumably. Maybe she has a lot going for her. What does she know. look like now? Is she she actually up? looks pretty good. Like, I'd argue she aged very well. She might be hotter. Like, she was one of those chicks that in her 40s was kind of hotter than her 20s. Like, Debbie Gibson. And Tiffany before Tiffany got real fat. Yeah, she don't look too bad. I know, right? Like some of these hot eighties, well. like the hot eighties broads. Now some they don't age well. Like remember Diane Cannon? Oh, was well. she in Fletch? Oh yeah, okay, okay, okay that was her. So yeah. Diane Cannon is a big Lakers fan, and she used to sit courtside at all the games in the eighties. And she was in her forties ish then and was pretty hot. Diane Cannon still alive, still goes to Lakers games. Looks like a baseball mitt in the face now. Like a catcher's mitt. She does lot, not look good. A lot of surgeries. And you get older and you try to hold up that beauty by spending money on all these surgeries and it doesn't work out. But look, dude, uh, what's her name? Tiffany Amber Thiessen has aged incredibly well. I'd argue she's hotter as like a mid-40s, almost you know, 50-year-old woman than she was when she was on Saved by the Bell. Yeah. I tell you, if you if, look, it doesn't work out for all women. Men all age wonderfully. That's how. That's that's just what happens. To I us. don't think she was in Fletch. Now that I see a picture, was of Diane her. Cannon not? No, and Diane. What the hell was she in? Uh, why Caddyshack is, Two? Okay, well that would be why I don't remember. It's yeah, Caddyshack yeah. Two. Exactly. Heaven can wait. Okay, there we go. So, yeah, I'm trying to look. I don't. I don't recognize a lot of these. Well. Let's not get stuck on Diane okay. Cannon. All She's right. obsolete. <laughs> she was just an avenue to telling the story about how some hot 80s broads do well. Some mm, don't. Some don't. <laughs> Samantha Fox has done well for herself for a hot 80s broad. I, I agree. Other than being hammered on a plane and getting arrested. But face-wise, she's done well. Knockers are holding up well. She's doing good. She's really keeping them up on <laughs> Really, really terrific. Don't F with them. <laughs> I will. Go motorboat and son of a bitch. You old sailor, you. Yeah. <laughs> that I had on my wall, I had like five different ones. One on the ceiling. I had, uh, I think I had that one. And, uh, yeah, it was that one. I think I, I mean, I had, there was one that was black and white that was just a lovely poster. I had um, Samantha Fox. Yeah. I had a Heather Thomas poster. That's strong right there. <laughs> From Zapped. Doug. <laughs> she was wearing the pink video. bikini and she was pulling up like her, uh, look it up. It's the first one that comes up on Heather Thomas. She's pulling like her bikini thing. Oh, yeah. That, yep. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. I had that one. God, see, the, 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 the 80s broads were just better. I don't know if I ever had a Pam Anderson poster. I Okay, I did. I had one of the Baywatch posters. I was too old at that point. Like, but you know what I mean? I was older, so I wasn't like I had a poster. Right yeah, well, I wasn't, and I, I did. Right. And I did. Which I had fair. Pam Anders. I loved her. Let me see if I can find that. Oh, here it is. I had this poster right here, baby. That's a beauty I had oh, right there. Oh, yeah, and the red there. And then I had a, I might have had a Yasmeen Bleeth poster. Now, you talk about someone who aged very poorly. Kids don't do crack. Because Yasmeen Bleeth was smoking hot, and then she was not smoking hot anymore. But I had uh, I had the Baywatch poster. I had like four different Britney Spears posters. 
I had stacks of blank tapes that I would use to record hot music videos and softcore porn on. <laughs> Let me tell you. <laughs> you were quite the pervert. <laughs> I was an elite level pervert. <laughs> You're a little bit of a creeper. I, I'm lo- elite. Let me tell you, I was like a, I was what you would consider an, like, all NFL level creep. Like I was not just an all star. I was the next level up for like you were the Kelsey of creeps. I was a hardcore <laughs> creep. I had it all, man. Like, I'm actually a little uncomfortable now. I don't know. That's fine. Be uncomfortable. <laughs> I'm proud of what look. I accept what I was. Am I proud of it? Not necessarily. <laughs> I, I, I would take it back. Do I accept my level of creep that I was? Sure. Did I have posters on the ceiling? I guarantee you. Teenage boy. Like, that's that's what it is. That's all. Now, this was last week. (laughs) (laughs) Jilly finally made me throw him out. She said, You got to (laughs) go and clean off the ice of the driveway or you're out. Yes, there's two (laughs) things that need to happen. You got to get rid of your CJ Parker poster. And you got to take care of the ice and take out the garbage. I think I had one of the Dukes of Hazard gals. Oh, uh, that would be uh, uh, Catherine Bach, yeah. also known as Daisy Duke. Yes, I think I had one of her too. Also a broad that didn't age well, but <laughs> <laughs> these poor ladies. Uh, well, but not all of them. Some of them aged very gracefully, but yeah, like I respect them. Like here's the thing, like. Catherine Bach, as as she got older, didn't even look like the same human. Like, she totally looked different. But, like, look at this poster right here. Catherine Bach, brother. That was not the one that I had. Okay, hold on. It was at this one right here. No? Yeah. That's the one with the the Daisy Dukes on. And I might have had another one, too, then, of her. See, that's what we need to get back to. You know, like... If you're a young kid, you know, you're 12, 13, 14 years old, you got to have hot chick posters on your wall. Like, I don't know the kid. Do <laughs> kids still do- want to see them these days. <laughs> you don't know what you're going to You don't. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> oh, that's what, terrible. What these kids of today need to do is go find these old posters and put them on their yes, wall. Yes, absolutely. That's I what you need that. to do. You need to go classic with it and put, you know, Heather Thomas and... C.J. Parker from Baywatch and Daisy Duke and I think those might have been the only ones I had. I, I can't think of any other in particular actress or someone that I had on the. Well, like I don't even know that posters are a thing anymore. Like, like remember no, when you could go really to a Walmart and yeah, usually and be like the rats. Yeah, it'd be like right over there by like the the school like stuff, like, like pencils. looking at rugs or blinds. Yes! You just slap God, them over. It was so good. And you would do that. And then, of course, the real money was being made at Spencer's. You'd go mm. to Spencer's, and then there'd be a whole section of blacklight posters. Oh, yeah. And then there'd be a whole section of knockers posters. God, oh, man, I so love good. blacklight posters. You'd have those. You'd have the hot chick posters. You had to have, oh, look, as much as I hate the Chiefs now, when I was a kid, I had a Chiefs poster on my wall that had Derek Thomas, my favorite player of all time, and Neil Smith. And it had the two of them, like, standing on a highway, and it said, Rush Hour. <laughs> I had that poster. I had some I had some quality stuff. I just typed in vintage blacklight posters. Yep. There is a ton. <laughs> this seems like something that you're going to get high and buy this weekend. No. Well, payday's <laughs> coming up. I, I got, I'm going to get a text from you at 1.30 in the morning on Saturday. Dude, I'm so high. I'm watching Austin Powers, and I just bought 14 blacklight posters on eBay. Oh, here's a Kiss blacklight poster. That's cool. That's pretty badass. I might have had a Destroyer Kiss poster at one point, too. Their album covers were so good. Like, the art on their album covers were killer, man. I know I had a Bruce Lee poster. 
See, for whatever reason, that doesn't feel cool to me. I think that's like a thing of a different era. Bruce Lee was the man. Dude. I get that. For, it wasn't in my era, though. And I didn't yeah. want a Chuck Norris one because he was just too hairy. Okay. <laughs> Have you ever seen that? With I, the, uh, yeah, he's hairy. He's got hair all over his back. And he's, it looks like me. It's like I don't like that. Women used to have a different taste in men. You could be hairy <laughs> back then and everything was fine. Now, it's like, oh, you don't shave. You're lazy when you don't shave your chest now. But back <laughs> then, they loved it back then. Anyway, tell us about your posters. You can call. What posters did you have on your wall? Yeah, and then we can look them up and we'll judge them. Yeah, and maybe do other things. And <laughs> judge you. 1895. Josh in the show. People calling, talking about posters they had. No kids. This all started because Samantha Fox got arrested on an airplane. She was hammered and being disruptive, I guess. And Scott actually had the Samantha Fox poster. I Posters, did. plural. Yeah, I too. The, the boy liked Samantha Fox. He agreed. Naughty girls did need love, too. <laughs> but like, that Farrah Fawcett one, man, that's that's, that's iconic. Yeah, that's like, I believe that's the highest selling poster of all time. That might even be in Fast Times at Ridgemont it, High in, what's his name's bedroom? Oh, uh, Spicoli. Yeah, that would make sense. I think it was on his bed when Mr. Hand came over there to teach him history before the You prom. know who's in Boogie Nights, if you'll remember in Boogie Nights, Dirk Diggler's bedroom when he's a, you know, he lives at home. He's yeah. got that, and I think he has the Cheryl Teagues poster. Oh, wow. Dude, the Cheryl Teagues pink bathing suit poster. That was Cheryl Teagues, right? That's a quality. Uh, let's see. Casey95, uh, hello. Hey, Josh. Uh, I, guess I had a Kiss poster when... I was in high school, and the high school that I went to, um, they banned KISS, anything KISS-related. Isn't that wild when you really think about how benign KISS actually is, that people, like adults of the 70s, were so scared of KISS? Exactly. Like, if you really think about it, the music is, like, it's not like they're Satan worshippers or anything. There's a bunch of Jewish dudes in makeup. Exactly, exactly. Well, Jewish it, dudes. Uh, to be honest, I was, I was in the seminary, so... But the young men were studying to be priests, so that nah. was not becoming <laughs> of, uh... <laughs> Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. But really think about it. Like, Kiss. There was that whole movie, uh, Detroit Rock City, made about how in the 70s, yeah. everybody was so afraid of Kiss. All the parents were afraid of Kiss. And then, like, you were hearing this. Like, yes, this is what we're afraid of. Love conquers. <laughs> we are afraid of these guys. They are dangerous. <laughs> they are corrupting your children with this. With I was made for loving you, with Beth, with Strutter, with calling Dr. Love. I don't know if there's a better example of a band where, like, their reputation in their heyday was that far opposite of what they actually were. You know, like, there are bands that have bad reputations, and then you listen to their music and you go, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Like, N.W.A., they lived up to their reputation, right? Like, that made sense. But, like, Kiss, all the old parents and everybody was afraid of Kiss, and then it's, you know, this. Ozzy kind of lived up to his reputation. He did. And then what happened for Ozzy, though, is like reality TV happened and the Osbournes happened. And now he became kind of a lovable, cuddable, cuddleable, like, uh, character. He, he was humanized. But, like, that's what's... Well, you know who's... We just played Alice Cooper. Alice Cooper's another example of someone whose onstage persona is nothing like they are in reality. Like, Alice Cooper's just an old dude that plays golf. 
Yeah. That's all Alice Cooper is. But if you go back and look at the 70s, it was much like Kiss, the makeup and everything. You go back and watch that and compare it to who he actually is. You're like, okay, why was anybody afraid of Alice the Cooper? The portrayal in Wayne's World. That, that did it too. Yeah. Well, yes, Pete, it is. Miliwake, <laughs> which is an Indian term. <laughs> which, is, which is Algonquin for the good land. <laughs> and they're just like, yeah. Does this guy know how to party or what? <laughs> Genius. All right, speaking of those uh, those sweet Jewish boys in makeup, here they are. <laughs> Heaven's on fire. It's Keishi. Keishi 95, Josh Ennis Show. Let's go to the phones. Hello. Hey, that's Fairfoss in the uh, red one piece. You had the nipples sticking through there. You could hang your head on. <laughs> I mean, he ain't lying. There ain't a lie. Spot the lie. Is it cold in there or what? <laughs> like in an ice box doing that. Uh, let's the, look. The people just keep calling me about the uh, about the nipples. From I, I was just thinking about the scene from uh, the bowling movie, a kingpin. Yes. Or he comes out of the refrigerator. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, don't worry, I'll Rainy get it. <laughs> He's like, I'll get it. Don't worry. All right, Casey, hello. Hey, I was just curious. Uh, you guys talked about these posters and stuff. You know how many zillions of kids had the Farrah Fawcett poster with the nipples? <laughs> <laughs> you freaking guys love the nipples. I, I love mean, you. If it's Farrah Fawcett. They love the nipples on Farrah Fawcett. By the way, that poster uh, is allegedly sold over 12 million copies of that poster, really? which makes it the most successful poster of all time. That is how much the, money she saw from it. Not much. I would, I would honestly guess not. Like, they probably hosed her on a lot of yeah. it, if I had to guess. Because she got paid for the shoot in general, yeah, and then, then probably no royalties. I would get, and I'm going to dig into that on the Googles and see if she made any legit cash. Because if you're a hot chick with nipples, like she had, you would think that you would make a lot of money off of 12 million posters. But. I got nipples, Josh. <laughs> Milk me. <laughs> but uh, I guess we'll have to see. We can look that up. We'll get into the Googles here in a little bit. But anyway, people love the Farrah Fawcett poster. All this started with... How did this start? Oh, we were talking Samantha about Fox. Samantha Fox, yeah. Well, thanks, Samantha Fox. You've provided us with an hour of enjoyment. So thank you. Now, 38 Special. Didn't have their poster. That'd have been kind of weird. Howdy, Jamokes. Josh and his show. So it is reported that... Farrah Fawcett made somewhere in the neighborhood of $400,000 in royalties from that poster. But it's also alleged that it sold 12 million posters. So I feel like 400000 on 12 million in posters isn't really all that much. Yeah, the thing that I saw said $6 million is what they made, but only a million of it was profit. Uh, so Which she does... got 40% of the profit. Yeah. But like, how much does it much... cost to print a poster? Not a lot. Not in the it... 70s, especially. But I, I, again, they also weren't selling the posters for 10 bucks or anything like that either. They yeah. were probably like 3 or $4, if that. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess because you got to take the cost and you got to ship them out. But I, 3 or $4 for $12 million, I mean, that's $36 million. Yeah, there, there's something afoot. But again, that's before the the cost. But I, I seriously doubt it cost, you know, $30 million <laughs> to produce posters. I would assume it doesn't. Uh, I, I'm not. Look, I don't know the poster business. It's not my business. Rich, and it wasn't her. No. Oh, absolutely not. That's never how it works out. There's always. Let's be real. There's always some white man <laughs> that's getting rich while the lady's getting screwed over. 
she, if she were still alive, she could release uh, the Farrah Fawcett uh, poster, the Farrah Fawcett poster, uh, Farrah's version. And then she could do that. And yeah, then like she, the Swift like, thing. Yeah, like Taylor Swift. And then, boom, she can make Some, all of her coins. Somehow I feel that Gene Simmons probably made money off that somewhere because he <laughs> makes money off of everything. He probably did. <laughs> he probably owned the rights to the printing company or something. Oh, yeah, this is going to cost $30 million to print. Well, <laughs> I swear. <laughs> I'm not lying to you. This Ink has gone up. There's a shortage. <laughs> Ink is high. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, but, yeah, those were the days, man. The kids will not know the posters. Just, like, I don't even know if kids have posters on their walls anymore, man. But I just had a hodgepodge of stuff on my wall. Pennants. You know, I had old throwback Cardinals pennants. I had a Rams Super Bowl pennant. I had Chiefs posters. I had whores. I had them all, man. Anything you can imagine on your wall. If there was space on my wall, it was going to be covered with something. There you was going to fill it. I was going to fill it with sports, movies, or whores. That's what my walls were going to be covered in. That's how I did it. There's your podcast. That's what it's called. Sports, <laughs> movies, and, and whores. whores. <laughs> this SMH. is <laughs> It's the Josh Ennis podcast. <laughs> it's the Josh Ennis shaking my head. Uh, yes. Sports, music, or, sports yeah. movies, movies, and, and whores. whores. That's it. Ah, those are the days. <laughs> we'll do whole episodes on all my creepy ways of my teenage years and my preteen years. Like, today, I'll explain how many VHS, blank VHS tapes it took to record every episode of Red Shoe Diaries. Skinamax. <laughs> <laughs> the Benny Hill Show. <laughs> we'll have a long conversation about the fake names you put on your porno tapes to make people think they weren't porno tapes. Dukes Hazard Season 2. <laughs> Six pack. Eddie <laughs> and the Cruisers. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> That's fantastic. Yeah, it's true. That's what makes it even better. Molly's <laughs> <laughs> on KC95. What's happening? Josh in a show, Josh and Scott today. How did we get down a parent hole? Yeah, like? a parent hole, a parenthood wormhole. <laughs> wormhole, yeah, so, parent hole. That's what we're doing during the break. I don't know how we got there. I think it all started somehow with Samantha Fox. And now we are where we are. Speaking of hot chicks on posters, I used to have Avril Levine posters on my off and on the walls in my office in Philadelphia. because uh, I love Avril Levine. Like she I just find her Fair. to be so hot. And she's touring. She announced a tour that's not really? coming to St. Louis, but she's touring with uh, Simple Plan. Remember Simple Plan? They had uh, what's that damn song they had? Oh yeah, I'm uh, a dick. I'm addicted to you. That was it. My wife loves that, so, and so do I. I'm a big fan of early 2000s pop punk, like you know, Some 41 and Fallout Boy and Avril Lavigne <laughs> and uh, Simple Plan and all those bands. But yeah, Avril Lavigne and uh, Simple Planner touring. I gotta find a market to go see them and a city to go see them in. Because I'm just, I look, I dig it. I don't know what to tell I'm you. I'm in. I'm a I'm big in. fan of Avril Lavigne, musically and sexually. See. <laughs> <Of course>. Mostly <laughs> sexually. Let's see. See, there's Simple Plan. That seems like a band that you would have somehow come across in your travels. We probably played a festival or two with them at some yeah. point. Yeah, never really met them or anything. Maybe so. I don't. know. Probably more so like the story of the year, guys, like Warped yeah. Tour, stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. I'm addicted to you. All these bands sound the exact same. They all sound like Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> <laughs> Who was the band that actually did become Chuck E. Cheese for a while? 
Uh, who's that band? Uh, oh, how am I drawing a blank on that damn band? They became Chuck E. Yeah, Cheese. Yeah, the, like- the lead singer eventually started singing. He was like the voice of Chuck E. Cheese at all the Chuck E. Cheeses. Oh, really? They're from Dallas. Who am I thinking? It's not Simple Plan. No, was it Simple Plan? Who was it that sang uh, 1985? She's still preoccupied. 1985. Who is that? Damn it. How am I drawing a blank on this? Me and my uh, wife get hammered on Bowling Bush for Soup. Bowling for Soup. So the dude from Bowling for Soup became the voice of Chuck E. Cheese sometime in the 2000s. What? So when you'd go to Chuck E. Cheese and the, the, the Chuck E. Cheese band guys were singing, it was the Bowling for Soup guy. All right, I'm looking this up. It's, I have it's the never truth. I heard lie. that. I, I wouldn't lie to you. Jared Reddick, the lead singer of Bowling for Soup, and did this song in 1985. Jared, also the current voice of Chuck E. Cheese. Look at that. Wow. But, I didn't know that. Look, Scott, you played, for him. you played your hand wrong in life. I wasn't even good enough to get that offer. <laughs> <laughs> now I really feel like a loser. They called me and said, showbiz pizza wants you. And I'm like, that's not even a thing anymore. They offered me Fazio, the, the, the gorilla, <laughs> the keyboard playing gorilla. <laughs> that was you. <laughs> well, actually, what you can do is go talk to your pe- uh, your your people out at Pantera's and see if they'll... You know, you know, throwing a couple bucks to maybe get some sort of animatronic <laughs> that you can voice. Pick a character. Yeah, and just, put, it just put it in there. What character would I be? What kind of animal? Like a teen, like a wolf. <laughs> You'd be a like wolf. a wolf. No, you could wolf, wolf. out. <laughs> wolf it. Whatever it is. No wolf. <laughs> no pizza. <laughs> that could be you. Uh, or you could just wear a costume and sing at Pantera's. <laughs> I could get the hat, the, the wolf head that they put on the the uh, the uh, mascot at the they, basketball there you game. Go. You know, they switch the beaver. Yeah, to the that wolf. could be you. Yeah, and you just sing, Wolfie. Look, that's you. I like. Come on out to see the see the Pantera's wolf. No wolf. Hmm? <laughs> no part. <laughs> that's such a memorable line for that movie. To oh. us. The rest of the world's like, I don't know what you're talking yeah, about. All like, These what? two nerds are talking about Teen Wolf again. At least when you talk about Fast Times, I kind of know it. But now they're talking about Teen Wolf. They've got to stop. <laughs> These waves are mine. <laughs> the Wolf Mobile. And the fa- and I, I want to get this shirt, the shirt that Styles wears that just says, "What are you looking at, Dick Nose?" <laughs> yeah, that's a great shirt, that's isn't it? The, that's the shirt. I want that shirt. <laughs> um, that's the things that amuse us. I mean, you know, we're very easily amused. <laughs> we spent an hour talking about whores and posters, whores. I'm sorry, nice ladies. It made it go by quick. It did. Now here we are, damn near. We're we're over halfway there. Frozen tundra. Is it starting to freeze again? I don't know. We should just leave and beat the freeze. <laughs> beat the freeze. Beat the freeze. Listen, Marty, we got to go. We got to beat the freeze. <laughs> I'm really kind of busy, Marty. We got to roll, bud. <laughs> it's easy when you're Marty. He got to, he, first of all, Marty was one of three people that were here, which yeah, good was for me, him. you, and Marty. Yeah. And that's it. I didn't see, I saw one more. Over at ESPN. Oh, the sports guys are over here, yeah, too. Yeah, but nothing. Oh, and Mel was here. And said, Mel, that's it. Everyone else said, no, I'm not going. Yeah, but we're here providing entertainment for you people. <laughs> Appreciate it. One day you'll look back on this and feel blessed that you got to hear this on this ice day, 2024. It was good, rememberable conversation. Like, yeah. I mean, I think everyone was, yeah. in, was involved in the conversation. And it's not even over yet. We're still in the midst of it. <laughs> we're still going. <laughs> look, look, I got Dumbass of the Day coming up. And the dumbass of the day is true. Like, 
the thing that this person stole, there was never going to be a benefit from it. This, I'll, tell, I'll give you all the details and dumbass of the day, but give me the uh, travel. All right, Casey Travel brought to you by Chuck's Boots, your locally owned boot store, work western hiking, biker, and fashion. Fenton, St. Peter's, Chuck'sBoots.com. Right lane blocked due to a stalled vehicle on 364 eastbound at Upper Bottom Road. And we have lane blocked due to traffic signal failure on 340 at Olive, westbound at Appalachian Trail. Uh, KC Weather brought to you by Air Covered Service, heating, cooling, and installation. Get 0% financing for 36 months or save 15% on blown-in attic installation. For a free estimate, visit aircomfortservice.com. Uh, current temperatures, 36 degrees. Well, we so ain't freezing yet, we're baby. We're not freezing yet. Uh, freezing rain overnight, a low of uh, 36, which so should we stay about freezing. where we're Yeah. Ah! So- that's what it says. I'm anyway. driving fast today. I have a feeling it's going to freeze up by my house, but who knows? No. Uh, high tomorrow is only 45 with some AM uh, showers around, and uh, there you go. There you go. That's All the right. weather. Dumbass of the day coming up. This person stole something that is so important and so famous that there was absolutely no way he was going to get away with it. We'll tell you all the details. Dumbass coming up. The dumbass of the day today is a gentleman who stole a piece of movie memorabilia back in 2005. A gentleman by the name of Terry Martin. He is a uh, career criminal. That seems like a fun job, you know. I made, I made a career out of it. Being what if a criminal. went to school for that? There's a lot trade of trade school. Yeah. I, 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 look, I would leave school every day at noon, and the second half of my day, I was in trade school. I, you know, some people went to welding school or learned how to be a pipe fitter. I'm, I'm a career criminal. I love my work. Well, he stole the ruby slippers from the Wizard of Oz back in 2005. He knew nothing about the shoes or the movie. He'd never seen the movie, The Wizard of Oz. But apparently a mob associate had hired him to steal them so they could cash in on the rubies and the ruby slippers. He'd heard the shoes were insured for a million bucks, so he assumed the gems were real. Well, fun fact, there weren't actually rubies on there. They were just made of glass. So it's not like there were rubies you could take and do that. So this guy, Terry brought the shoes, the ruby slippers, to this mob dude, and then Terry retired from his life of crime. He said, you know what? I'm done. This is my last This is my last heist here. I'm done after I steal these ruby slippers. And nothing happened for 13 years. But in 2018, someone discovered the ruby slippers, and Terry, 13 years after he stole them, was charged with the theft. And he will be sentenced in one week. So who knows what he's going to get. But what's dumb about stealing movie props or something that's very significant is, like, what are you going to get out of that? Like, I guess I understand the point that if you were trying to steal these because of the rubies, because you thought they were actual rubies. But, like, let's say you were stealing a movie prop. And you were looking to pawn it or something. Well, there's no way you'd ever get away with that. There's no value in stealing something that significant. Because if you take it to a pawn shop or you sell They're it on eBay, know, right. someone did it. So they stole them for the rubies. And it turns out there were no rubies in the ruby slipper. So you just stole a crappy pair of shoes. And now 13 years after the fact, 
they're going to sentence you. You've got away with it. Like, how long after getting away with something do you assume you've just, eh, I got away with it? And then one day you get a call. Never if you have the ruby slippers. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I mean, come on. Yeah, but... Uh, That's really dumb. But they found the ruby slippers and charged uh, this guy, and he's going to be sentenced in a week. So Can you imagine telling your cellmate, yeah, I'm in because I yeah. stole the ruby slippers. Like, what'd you do? Rape. What did you do? <laughs> well, I, don't, I stole the rubies. Have you seen The Wizard of Oz? <laughs> you know those shoes? I stole them. His, like, his name is now Bendover. <laughs> it's like, what did you do? Well, I stole... I, look, I killed everybody in my house. What did you do? <laughs> well, are you aware of Dorothy and her, her footwear? Well, I stole it. All right, Scorpions now. <laughs> 95 Scorpions, Big City Nights. Josh and show. hi. Uh, so uh, we've been telling you about Premier U. Boy, I've, I'm, I've almost done a month of the 7.5 Manjaro. And, uh, dude, I'm digging it now. I might, I might uh, call and say, I'm ready to go to 10. Let's take it to 11. Does it go yeah. to 11? Let's take it to 11. You having any side effects at all? No. I'm not either. I don't really. I haven't dealt with any major side effects from it. I, I haven't either. I'm feeling pretty good. Oh, I forgot. It, so. so how many uh, weeks into it are you? This is my third. Third. So I'll take, I'll actually do one tonight. Oh, oh so yours are on. So you're smart. I, for whatever reason, I started mine on Saturday. So then I'll do a shot on Saturday, and then I'll do a lot of shots on Saturday night. That's the only time <laughs> I get a little bit of like a stomach ache. I think if I, you know, if I like have a lot of booze. Yeah. But other than that, it's not the end of the world. It's fine. I, I live for the time being. You're going to make it. I'll make it. You make it. You can go up. You can go up. I might You're go to seven and a half. Uh, yeah. Ten. Yeah. Because I've been at seven and a half for about three weeks. I'm thinking about calling my doctor and just saying I'm ready to move up to ten. And it's easy for you guys because all you got to do is call them over at Premier U or go to their website, Premier, the letter U, med.com, P-R-E-M-I-E-R, the letter U, med.com or 618-750-LIFE if you choose to call and uh, just find out what they can do for you in terms of the generic equivalents of Ozempic. And Manjaro. And people are losing weight. Some people are very honest about it, like me or my dad or Martin Link. Some people are dishonest about it, like celebrities who magically lost 50 pounds, but it's because they started eating better Lady at 45. Wilson, Kelly Clarkson. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it depends on who wants to lie and who wants to be honest. I'm just, look, I'm telling you the truth. I've been taking Manjaro for, since I guess July or June, and I've been feeling good. I've lost over 30 pounds. And it's good. I enjoy it. I feel good. Now you're doing it and taking testosterone because apparently you want to become the Incredible Hulk. I told you six pack by the time I'm 50. Yeah, well, I don't think it's going to happen. No, but, but you know, hell. dream big. I got like, you know, I got like some belly fat that I wanted to get rid of. So yeah. that's the only reason I, I did it because I don't really feel like I'm obese by any means, but I could lose a little weight. The body weight, mass you know? index disagrees, but that's fine. It's, <laughs> it's full of it. It's my height that gets yeah, it. You know, it's tough. <laughs> I mean, do you feel any different, though? Um, no, actually, I've been feeling pretty good. So that, yeah. I mean, that's a bonus because I was stacking both of them, and I wasn't sure how it would affect yeah. me doing both. But yeah. the testosterone still keeping me with extra energy, better sleep, better mood, you know, uh, increased sex drive, good. and I'm just kind of feeling good. I, I feel a little looser in my pants already. That's good. Three weeks in, you know, yeah. feeling like maybe I've dropped an inch or so. You're feeling so that, that's I mean, you good. Walking down the street, you saw some gal trapped under a Volkswagen. You lifted the Volkswagen off of her, so you're feeling good there. You're feeling stronger. Yeah, it made me. It made me feel really good about myself. And you I said, should. Thank you, Premier U. There you go. So reach out to them. <laughs> Premier, the letter U, med.com. If you go to their website, become a Manjarbro. At least inquire about it. If you've been wanting to lose weight and feel better like I have, and now Scott is, and Marty Link is, and my dad is. My dad's really one of the great transformations. I'm, I, I'm, I don't even look like the same guy. He's keeping it tight now. 
Uh, but that's Premier U. Premier, the letter U, med.com. He's a movie star, so you got to do that. Yes. He's got to sit around and wait to see if his movie gets nominated for an Oscar. <laughs> His movie. His movie. His movie that he was in for 10 Without him, this would not have been possible. I mean, look, he was the soundtrack of the film. His voice (laughs) carried the film. All right, uh, traffic, what do we got? Uh, Right lane block due to a stall vehicle, uh, 70 eastbound at First Capital Drive. And we have a lane block due to a stall vehicle, 64 eastbound at Bellevue Avenue. Uh, that's brought to you by Chuck's Boots, your locally owned boot store. Work Western hiking, biker, and fashion fit in St. Peter's, chucksboots.com. Uh, KC Weather brought to you by Air Comfort Service, heating, cooling, and insulation. Get 0% financing for 36 months or save 15% off loan in attic insulation. For a free estimate, visit aircomfortservice.com. 36 for the low. Uh, rain likely overnight, obviously. It doesn't look like it's going to freeze again, that's which is good. good. And a high of 45 tomorrow. We're currently sitting at... 36, which would be the low. For and them. I imagine traffic's not going to be an issue today, being that, like, I'll go an hour without seeing a car pass yeah, it's, out here. It's dead. So, it's dead. So if you're on the roads, you got wide open spaces, <laughs> I would assume. It's like the Autobahn. A little yeah. slick, but it's the Autobahn. Just go. All right, uh, coming up, uh, one of our favorites has a new song coming out. First time in a long time. We'll tell you who. Stay there. <laughs> Thirty dollars. <laughs> I know you couldn't even park for twelve dollars. <laughs> oh my! And let alone get a drink for twelve dollars. I know the world's changed. Yeah. I was looking at a list of uh, this website ranking the Billy Joel top twenty songs. Oh, that'd be uh, interesting. Piano Man's probably one, right? Yeah, I which, mean, I, like, it's so weird because it's such a good song, but I hate it. It's I'm just because it's so it. popular. I'm tired yeah. of it. It's you know drunk bar song. Number two, Just the Way You Are. Huh? See? Number three, Uptown Girl. Really? Yeah. I don't know about that. Like, the whole Innocent Man album is good, but it's all those, like, doo type yeah. of songs, Yeah, it was you know? kind of a doo Innocent Man is a good song. That's with a good one, With those snaps, too. you know, and everything. That's good. My favorite is Allentown. That's a good one, too. Um, Miami 2017 is a song I really like, too. That's number 20 on this list. Captain Jack's good, too, though. Captain Jack is number 18 on this list. Friday night and you're still mm. hanging around. around. What about The Entertainer? Uh, is that see. even on the top 20? Oh, I don't know. I don't see it on here. I'm going to have to look. I'm, I'm, uh, I do not see The Entertainer on this. And The Entertainer's really good. I am The Entertainer, and I know just where I stand. Another serenader and another longhand band. Anyway, sorry. It doesn't fit over, Dustin. It doesn't. Nothing does. <laughs> Drinking Drano does. That's about it. That's <laughs> Kansas. <laughs> Woman, it's cult, the cult, a cult, <laughs> just cult, cult, uh, cult of personality. So uh, we will have hit the road. Brought to you by Dobbs Tire and Auto Center coming up in a little bit. It is Steve Perry's birthday today, so we'll play a Journey song. Maybe one we don't hear all the time. Maybe oh, yeah. one from a film called Vision Quest. Oh, a little lonely, the young. We'll do that uh, in a little bit. It's also Michael Hutchins' birthday. If you feel like. Um, Discussing autoerotic <laughs> asphyxiation or You're hanging yourself. No. But for pleasure. It wasn't a hanging like 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 Brooks, he hung himself because he couldn't handle life on the outside, so he hung himself. Michael Hutchins accidentally hung himself because he was trying to find sexual release, allegedly. Allegedly. It's just, the thing is, like I understand the I, I I guess I understand why you do it. I guess. But I also struggle to to reconcile the fact that if you do happen, if it goes south, which it did for Michael Hutchins, allegedly, 
What a horrible way to be discovered by people. It's yeah. one thing to hang yourself and be discovered. It's another to hang yourself and have your putt in your hand. <laughs> I'm sure he dropped it. I don't, know how, I, don't know, I don't know how grip works whenever, you know. <laughs> well, I'm sure there's that did moment. Did it squeeze down or did it I'm release? Su- I'm sure there's that moment, like, in the midst of it when you're starting to realize, oh, th- there's no turning back. I think I'm actually dying. And then you release the pud and you, like, try to get the belt off of your neck would yeah. be my guess. I don't know. I've never engaged in such things, so I don't know. But that's also allegedly how Kane from Kung Fu died, right? Oh, uh, really? What's his name? What's his David name? Carradine? David Carradine apparently uh, do you know his brother's the is the from, guy? He's Lewis Skolnick. Murder. I know. Dude, that always drives me. It's wild, isn't it? Oh, man. It is. I was like, no way. No, it's not. That's it. Sure what's his name? Uh, there's David Carradine, and then there's the other Carradine. I think it's his half-brother. It's I don't think they're full brothers. I, think I don't it's know his what his name is, though. Um, like his first name. So What's the name of Lewis Skolnick? What's his actual name? It's something Carradine. Keith Carradine. Is it Keith? Or is he? Yeah, I think it's Keith Carradine. Well, there, is there a Keith Carradine? All right, do the traffic, right. and I'm going to find it. KC Traffic brought to you by Chuck's Boots, your locally owned boot store. Work Western hiking, biker, and fashion. Fenton, St. Peter's, Chuck'sBoots.com. Lane block due to stall vehicle 270 eastbound at Dorset Road. And right lane block due to a water, a burst water main on 203 by Kirkpatrick Holmes southbound from Victory Drive and Pershing Boulevard over there in Illinois. All right, now, Keith Carradine is a brother to both of those guys as well. Okay. It is Robert Carradine. That's it. Is the is Louis Skolnick and David Carradine is Kung Fu. Is Kung Fu Kill Bill and died masturbating. I didn't know that he did die masturbating. That's what That's they claim. Hey, look, I don't. I look. It's out there. He was into some freaky stuff. It's in. It's in the ethos. I don't know what people get into. It's kind of remember that movie where like. What's it? This uh, 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 what's it? Flatliners, yeah. where like they like it's like a rush to like be dead and then be brought back to life or yeah. whatever. I imagine it's similar to this. That's a creepy movie with masturbating, with a belt around your neck. It's flatliners, but with <laughs> masturbating. <laughs> Splatliners. <laughs> oh Jesus! Oh my lord! <laughs> That was the uh, the B-rated version. Splatliners. <laughs> We're going to hang each other and bring each other back to life after masturbating. <laughs> Splatliners. <laughs> I bet you I bet you Kiefer Southern would still come back for the role. Yeah, I think he would. <laughs> uh, All that you... to say, kids, don't masturbate with a belt around your neck. Yeah, don't. It's not good. Look, no, look, stop. Look, look. look. Brought to you by Frank Lita Mitsubishi. Yes, Lita.com. Vehicles 29 bucks down. We're getting the Doobie Brothers in town. They'll be here August 24th over at Hollywood Casino Amphitheater. And it just looks like when I look at their set list, man, they just pump them out. They do like 12, 13 songs. They're mostly hits. And then they say, good night, friends. Did I read something or see something that they were the first band to actually play the amphitheater when it opened? Oh, really? I didn't know that. The that would, that might have been the first concert at the amphitheater. How about that? A huh? long time ago. Steve Winwood will also be uh, right. at this show. Do you like Steve Winwood? I do, but I couldn't tell you a song right now. Oh, uh, I think you could. Hold yeah, on. Yeah, I'm just having on. trouble Let's pulling see. it. Steve Winwood had that really big uh, renaissance in like 87, 88 with 
roll with it and back in the high life back again. In the, yeah, that's the Valerie, one. I believe, was on that same album too. When life was too much So there's that one. In the end, stuff in the 70s too and early 80s, but what year was Valerie? Valerie might have been before that. No, maybe not. Hold on, there's Valerie. Yep, there's that one. That's Valerie. And uh, let's see. Back in the high life again. Yeah, well, that's some late 80s uh, there for you. So Steve Winwood's also going to be at this Doobie Brothers show. Michael McDonald is with the Doobies. So nice. you're gonna get all those sweet ass Michael McDonald songs. A lot of yeah. <laughs> I think I'm gonna go just to see him. Yeah. <laughs> That's what you'll get. He'll do all their uh their jams. I think we can get him to call in and say you're listening to the Josh and the show. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you belong with me. <laughs> listening to the Josh and the show. <laughs> that was mediocre. I'm sorry, you deserve better. But yeah, so that should be good. Uh, the Doobies. Uh, I will tell you this: that Martin Link said that the Doobies are very good in concert. He saw them a couple years ago. So I just like their name, the Doobie Brothers. You're you're easily amused. I know. I'm mature. Yeah, we've, we've established this much. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, the things that make me smile. Casey, hello. Guys. Yeah. How are you? Hey, how are you? I'm just peachy. Oh, good. I've been, trying, I've been trying to get a hold of you forever. Oh, why is that? Because I wanted to tell you, and everybody else says it, but at first I was kind of, you know, just kind of didn't know about you, but you really, I really come to you really quick, and I, I enjoy your show. Thank you. And I like the music you play, and you guys crack me up, and so it's all good. I just want to say that. Well, thank you. I appreciate I you. Oh, sorry. Oh, I thought you were done. That makes me warm. Yeah. On a cold day. You know what I think we could do right now is you could just do the traffic sponsor and the weather sponsor, and then we can just play some songs and go home. Okay. Because let's be honest, there ain't no traffic. I've seen four cars pass. Ain't no one here going to stop us. Yeah. There's literally nobody else here except the sports queens. <laughs> the phone's going to ring. It's going to be yeah. Marty. Stick yeah. it out, boys. No, no, let's ride this storm out, boys. Uh, just just go. We'll, we'll do Steve Winwood traffic. All right. There you go. Uh, traffic's brought to you by Chuck's Boots, your locally owned boot store. Work Western hiking, biker, and fashion. Fenton, St. Peter's, ChucksBoots.com. Uh, Lane Block due to a stall vehicle, 64 eastbound at the uh, Bellevue Avenue exit. That is it on traffic. KC Weather brought to you by Air Comfort Service. Heating, cooling, and insulation. Get 0% financing for 36 months or save 15% on blown-in attic insulation. For a free estimate, visit aircomfortservice.com. Low tonight, 36. Current temperatures, 36. So we're going to stay right here. Pushing up to a balmy 45 tomorrow with some AM showers, but that's what it looks like. There you go. All right, so uh, tomorrow we will have Doobie Brothers tickets. Today we were supposed to, but why would I, no offense, but why would I waste a pair of Doobies tickets? Two for Tuesday, man. There you go. It's a it's double shot of Doobie <laughs> Brothers tickets. I wasn't going to waste those tickets on a day where there's probably four people listening. I mean, come on. It's, a, and, it's like a snow day out there. In my experience, one Doobie isn't enough. Yeah, You that's need true. two. One toke over the line. <laughs> All right, so, uh, and uh, Hit the Road, brought to you by Dobbs Tire Auto Center. Coming up, as I mentioned, you'll get only the young from Journey. It's Steve yeah. Perry's birthday. Should have been gone. Uh, anyway, so let's play some more rock and roll for you, and we will see you manana.